Welcome to the California League Research Project Podcast with Mario Ramos. Here's your host, Mario Ramos. Welcome to the California League Research Project Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Ramos, joined today by the general manager of the Modesto Nuts, Zach Brockman. Zach, thank you so much for taking time to join the podcast. Happy to do it, Mario. Thanks so much for having me. So Zach and I are going to talk about his role as GM of the Nuts, the shift to the low A West, and the recent purchase of the Modesto Nuts by their parent club, the Seattle Mariners. But before we get started, we want to remind you that you can catch the California League Research Project podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cal League Search. That's at Cal League Search. So Zach, uh, before we get into all this, uh, how exactly did you get involved with minor league baseball? That's a good question, and uh, that's that's the uh, that's the, a long, long time ago question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I played college baseball. Nice. Uh, I'm orig- I'm originally from Chicago. Okay. And um, I, I played college baseball at Robert Morris University. Okay. Um, after I wrapped up uh, my playing career, um, oh. I was I was also a business major at that time. Nice. And um, I ended up stumbling upon a job fair at the United Center. You know, with mm. the Bulls and Blackhawks play. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of sports organizations represented there. And at the time, you know, I was pretty naive. I didn't, um, I didn't understand that there even was a business to baseball or business sports in general. Hmm. But um, uh, my eyes were quickly open to it. Nice. I was um, exposed to uh, an organization um, at the time. It was called Game Face Executive Academy. Okay. Um, and um, basically what they do is they bring in um, college-age kids to their program, teach them sales and marketing, and then help them get jobs in the industry. And um, I went that route, moved to, uh, to Portland, Oregon um, in the summer of 2007. And, um, you know, after I went through the program, they helped place me. And, and I actually ended up getting a job here in Modesto nice. uh, back in, you know, the fall of 2007. Okay. I was here from 2007 to 2011. Um, and then after we hosted the All-Star Game in 11, I, um, I transitioned out of the organization, moved to the East Coast, where I worked for the Cubs uh, affiliate there in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, yeah. which I was there for four years, um, and then transitioned from that organization to back to the Midwest slash South, you know, whatever you think Oklahoma is, <laughs> um, for the uh, Tulsa Drillers, which were a Dodgers affiliate, um, and I was there for two seasons before coming back in 2017 to run the club here. So it's uh, it's been a fun ride. I've kind of lived all over the country, but. Yeah. Um, I would say playing originally got me into it and then exposure to the business side yeah. through a random job fair, you know, the rest was history. Oh, that's really cool, man. Pretty cool journey, pretty cool story to tell too as well. So tell me a little bit about your, your role, like you said, running the Modesto Nuts, um, your role as general manager, and what's a, a typical day look like for you? Um, well, a typical day is very, uh, very great. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're a smaller uh, organization. We're the uh, low A affiliate of the um, Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our staff, our front office staff um, right now, especially after COVID, is, is a bit reduced. So okay. we're, we're looking at seven, uh, seven full-time staff members right now, and, and we're looking to grow to, uh, to about nine for this year and then maybe beef up a little bit to 12 or 13 um, in the 2022 year. Okay. Um, so, you know, day to day for me right now, honestly, is, is season prep. You know, our, our schedule is out and, um, you know, we are scheduled to open up on, on May 4th. And, you know, there's been some encouraging news from the governor, you know, this past 
this past week that, um, you know, it looks like we're going to be able to host fans, you know, knock on wood, you know, as long as the COVID cases continue to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so day to day for me right now, it's, it's a lot of hiring. Um, it, it's a lot of uh, HR related stuff, in addition to you know dealing with our, our our clients. You know, I have a I have a big client base here of of, of our longest term partners. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's getting in touch with them and, and getting them set up for the year. Um, in addition to food and beverage operations, you know, merchandise, basically everything that we do um, from a business end, uh, I do have some part in overseeing. So. Um, there's definitely no shortage of things to do. I can tell you that. Yeah, I've done these podcasts and people that I talk to, uh, you know, within minor league baseball, you definitely have a lot of roles to play, a lot of hats to, to put on and, and different things to do. Never a, a dull moment, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and I actually love that about minor league baseball. You know, um, the higher you go up in organizations and sports, the more specialized your job is. Mm. And, um, you know, I love the aspect of, of constant variety. Uh, I think it's a big plus. Nice. Listen to the California League Research Project podcast with Mario Ramos, joined by Zach Brockman, the general manager of the Modesto Nuts. So, you know, this offseason certainly brought about a lot of change, as you mentioned. Uh, Major League Baseball has kind of taken control of affiliated minor league baseball, and that's clearly evident in Modesto, where the Seattle Mariners recently acquired 100% of the Modesto Nuts franchise. So, obviously, you guys have had a great working relationship with the Mariners since 2016. But what does this mean for the club going forward? Um, I, honestly, I think it's it's all positive. I mean, uh, the Mariners, um, as you alluded to, um, have have really been a class act organization to to work for. So, nice. you know, back in 2016, when when they when they jumped in with the ownership group, mm-hmm. they were um, they were great to work with. Uh, they're a very community focused organization. Okay. Um, you know, so they're they're already we've had plenty of discussions. You know, moving forward into you know after we get through COVID and everything else that that we really want to grow our community footprint here in, in Modesto and throughout the Central Valley. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's going to be a continued reinforced, you know, commitment to, to community-related programs and things like nice. that. Nice. Uh, plus, from a business standpoint, you know, being being owned by a big league club um, isn't a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to have access to, to more resources and, and hopefully be able to to put in some upgrades over, over the next few years that, yeah. um, that the fans are really going to be able to notice. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really optimistic you know, uh, about what the future holds okay. here in Modesto. And, um, you know, I think the Mariners are going to be a huge part of that. Yeah. You know, I recently had Jeff Lance, the Senior Director of Communications for Minor League Baseball, on the podcast. And one of the things he mentioned um, was that the Major League Baseball is kind of hoping to upgrade the facilities and, you know, the overall player development within the minor leagues. Um, I've been going to John Thurman Field since I was a kid. So, like you mentioned, that, that tie-in with the community, I've always seen that there. Um, you know, what, what type of, you know, renovations and improvements are – can we look forward to seeing, you know, especially as it relates to off the field and the stadium, John Thurman Field? Yeah, so um, John Thurman Field, you know, is, um, you know, for some of your listeners who maybe haven't, haven't visited our park, mm-hmm. um, it's an older facility. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, it, it was built in the, uh, in the early 50s. And, um, you know, but since then, we've, we've made quite a few upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we put in party decks in 2009 along with a, um, a picnic pavilion down the third baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, just last year, we um, we took out um, some seats on the third base side and made another group space area called the hot corner deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, last year as well, we uh, we replaced a bunch of seats in the in the upper level and um, and uh, replaced our video board okay. as well, which uh, which definitely needed an upgrade. So yeah. we, we we got a few things that are that are state of the art, and we have a good mix of old and new. Um, you know, looking forward into the into the future, as you noted, um, you know, Major League Baseball has new facility standards. 
yeah. that um, that every club's going to have to you know kind of adhere to. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, right now, um, you know, it's it's still very early on, but we're we're in negotiations with the city to see, you know, kind of how um, how we go about executing those those uh, upgrades. Um, no decisions have have really been made yet, but we're optimistic that we'll either be able to um, you know retrofit John Thurman Field in the short term, or or maybe even look to to build a new ballpark in the future um, mm-hmm. in the long term. Nice. So um, we're, I mean, again, all things positive, and I think yeah. you know the Mariners' partnership and the the positive relationship we have with the city and Modesto mm-hmm. is is um, is really a plus. So again, I I think um, you know a lot of a lot of other communities across the country are, are gonna um, this is just kind of a a bit of a, a you know a do or die type situation. Yeah. Um, but for us, you know, I, I really think that um, Modesto and and you know first of all Seattle's committed to, to Modesto. And I think the people here in Modesto want nothing but to, to, to make this better. So I think we have a really good situation. No, for sure, definitely. Like I said, you know, earlier, I've been growing up going to the Modesto Nuts games, Modesto A's games before that. So it's definitely a, a part of the fabric within the community. And, you know, that's pretty exciting to see, you know, the, uh, the Mariners kind of stepping in and helping with that, like you mentioned, community-based organization. So I could really see that, you know, playing out and, and working wonders. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're listening to the California League Research Project podcast with Mario Ramos, joined by Zach Brockman, the general manager of the Modesto Nuts. You can follow me on Twitter at CalLeague Search, and you can keep up with the latest from the Modesto Nuts on MILB.com slash Modesto. So I brought up the, the changes in minor league baseball a bit there. Um, and it's pretty apparent, obviously, in California. We've seen the Lancaster Jackhawks uh, replaced by the Fresno Grizzlies and a shift, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, from high A ball to low A ball in, in the new low A West. So what's your take on how that all shook out and how does it affect the product on the field? Um, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's an interesting situation because, you know, Major League Baseball, I know um, a lot of the, the realignment, you know, had mm-hmm. to do with location. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, um, it was an interesting situation that, that, that played, uh, played out with, with Lancaster and, um, and, and Fresno. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I have, I have nothing bad to say about, about Lancaster. Lancaster, I mean, I know those guys and I've worked with those guys for years. Yeah. Top-notch, top-notch organization, um, and it was sad to, to, to see them, you know, have to leave the, the league. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, also, I have great respect for Fresno. I mean, Fresno has, has always been, you know, up there and, and, and um, you know, hosting some of the top promotions, hmm. you know, of the year in minor league baseball. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be a credit to our league that, that they're now, um, you know, associated with us. So that's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun in terms of product on the field. Um, Honestly, I don't think there's going to be much difference. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, the, the condensing of, of minor league baseball is going to it's going to bring a lot more talent, mm. um, you know, in a, in a, I guess, to all the affiliates, yeah. I think, you know, because they went down from six or seven affiliates, you know, per team to, to now, you know, four. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to get the first look, you know, at, at, at talent in the organization. And if, and if you've done any research on Seattle's, um, minor league strengths, yeah. um, they're looking pretty good right now. For sure. Um, so, you know, the future is bright, and, and I think people that attend the Minnesota Nuts games are, are going to be able to see the top-notch talent in our in our um, system. Listen to Zach Brockman, the general manager of the Minnesota Nuts, here with Mario Ramos on the Cal League Research Project podcast. Uh, you kind of touched on, on some of the promotions there with Fresno. Um, you know, that's a big part, obviously, of minor league baseball, a big part of what you guys do as well there in Modesto. I know you guys are working hard to prepare for the season. Um, how far along are you guys in terms of that, that fan engagement and, like you mentioned, you know, preparing to, to welcome back 
fans to the ballpark? We're, uh, we're we're getting there. I mean, it's uh, it's a situation where you know um, everyone that was was kind of lurking in this unknown space for a while. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't have schedules. Yeah. You know, um, so we really didn't know what the plan was for mm-hmm. for Major League Baseball. So it was it was incredibly difficult for us to you know communicate with any of our partners to say, oh yeah, this is when the season's starting and, and we're going to be able to have fans. You know, because mm-hmm. up until literally last week, you know, we we haven't known that. You know, for it to be definite and we still don't to a certain degree um but in terms of those conversations those conversations are ongoing with with our partners i've already you know started it i've had back to back to back meetings today um and it's probably going to be that way for the next month you know until uh, until we you know cross every t dot every i with every partner that we have but um in, in terms of what the fans can see you know, they're going to see a lot of what um, a lot of what we had scheduled for 2020. So we're you know we're mm-hmm. going to be bringing back Copa de la Diversión. Yeah. Um, you know that program with uh, Los Alabrijes mm-hmm. in Modesto. Uh, you know we're going to be bringing back Breast Cancer Awareness Night and, and uh, you know Leukemia Lymphoma Night. You know all those fun promotions. Yeah. You know that are also community based. You mm-hmm. know as well. So uh, we're confident that we're going to be able to not only put a good good team on the field but also have you know, a, a solid list of, of promotions that, um, you know, that everyone's used to seeing. Yeah, that COPA thing's really kind of taken off, huh? It has. Yeah. It has, yeah. I mean, we, we still sell online merchandise, and we have, you know, this entire time, yeah. even during COVID. Yeah. And I would say it, every single week, every single week, we, <laughs> we, we, we still sell a bunch of our of our COPA hats, which is a very unique, if you haven't seen it before, it's, it's you know, very bright colors. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, uh, and it's one of our more, more popular sellers. So people still love it. Yeah, no, I got one. I've been collecting a bunch of them. As I said, it's pretty cool um, just to see the, the variety and the diversity within that. And you guys, as minor league baseball, embracing that. Just uh, nothing but good stuff right there, for sure. Yeah, we're, we're one of, I think, uh, something like 90 different Copa team hats that, that are in circulation right now. What, do you have a favorite? Um, I have the mariachi one. I like that one, and then the uh, lowriders one, like you, you know, mentioned with Fresno and stuff like that. I think that yep. one's pretty cool. So, those ones, and then yeah. your guys's uh, as well. I like the the brightness of the colors, like you mentioned. Yeah, I love ours. Um, you know, I'm, I'm partial a little bit because <laughs> I helped design it for sure. Oh, but, nice. Um, uh, but the, the the other one that I love is the the flying chocolate. Okay. Yeah. The the, the San Antonio uh, missions. Yep. Yep. Um, they, they have a flying flip flop on their hat. I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It just brings back some bad memories of my grandma chasing me around with the chunkla, So, <laughs> But I, I, yeah, I'll probably pick that one up eventually. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned you, you played ball back in the day uh, there at Robert Morris University. Um, you ever, mm-hmm. you know, step in the cage batting practice or anything like that? <laughs> Get that itch? Uh, you know, I, I have from time to time. That a boy. You know, it's been so long now yeah. uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm literally approaching, geez, well, 20 years is going to be pretty pretty soon, and, and you know, in a few short years, I'll have a 20-year reunion for college. But hmm. um, yeah, no, from time to time, I do. I was a catcher, okay. Um, and you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, if someone's out there throwing around, I'll play catch or, or take some cuts. But I would say it's it's not too often these days. I hear you. it's got to be one of the perks of the job, though, right? Just to get out there and, and step out on the ball field. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Right on, man. Well, like I said, uh, you know, I really appreciate you taking some time to do this. I know you guys are super busy. You mentioned you got meetings all day, so taking a, a little bit of time for me is, is uh, you know, really appreciated. Yeah, no, no problem, man. H- happy to do it. And I wish you the best of luck with the podcast. And 
and uh, look forward to, to hearing it. Yeah, and look forward to getting out there to John Thurman Field as soon as we can. May 4th. Right on. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, we want to thank you guys right. for listening to the California League Research Project podcast with Mario Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter at Search. Be sure to catch more of the California League Research Project podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Special thanks to Zach Brockman of the Modesto Nuts. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.